When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Uh, hello, by the way, welcome to episode 44. 44 44 Oh here's the Here's the first thing uh, That we need to Which is a pain in the Hoopy doop Is that So I So my Twitter account I have to change my Twitter name So we're not going to talk about That whole reason why But I have to change (laughs) Ah, My Twitter name Yeah you do Yeah 42 episodes Of going Follow us on Twitter And now I have to So I don't know The ramifications Of changing my name Because I've tried to just go Susanna FM But some fucker Has it taken so I might just take the E out, make a continental with Suzanne with no E with an FM at the end, but I'll get back to you on that. But I'm yeah. going to have to change. But I can't change the whole thing. No, you don't want to lose the followers you already have and all yeah. that shit. So you so, just got to... Yeah, just... so I have to just get it some permutation of what it is. Suzanne Dubland. Yeah, it's too long. Um, <laughs> but yeah, see, that's what I'm trying to figure out now. So I need to do that. So that's a big job for this week. I need to figure out my new, my new handle on the Twitter account. And also... Dublin Sue. No, I, it has to. I did this. The start of it has to stay Suzanne. Because then when people type it in, it sh- if they follow me, it should stay the same. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. So like, they'll just it'll just be Suzanne something. FM or whatever it is. Suzanne D L N D. That Suz- sounds like I, I, I dance go go. Speaking <laughs> of uh, dancing go go, we'll talk about that again actually in a minute. Um, I keep I don't know if you keep getting these for Dublin, right? But Fuck, I don't know. I don't even be looking. No, you don't, because I do all the likes on the Dublin, right? But the all these like random birds keep following me on um, <laughs> and liking our Dublin tweets, right? Yeah. So. But they're all like, hey, want to see naked girls come oh. follow me? Why am I getting all of these on Twitter? Like, I mean, these seem lovely, legit girls. They're all over Twitter. And they're from tweets that go back like fucking three yeah. years or four years or some shit. Felicity Huffman. So her name is the Total Service. Hey, I'm lonely. Anyone? I mean, she seems like she's a nice girl. Someone texts me uh, or tweet me saying, do you want to see me naked arse? Yeah. I was like, naked arse? Now, I mean, I've had I a lot of these. Boobies, but, you know. Yeah, I was, I've had a lot of these. I've had, do you want to see my open vagina? I've had, do you want to see my yoga bare tits? <laughs> do you want to see my naked tits? Bare arse. Arse. There was an oar and all in it. I was oh. fucking disgraced. Um, but I couldn't believe it. Uh, but now they're, they're all over Twitter. Like, every single single time I open my Twitter account my uh, PJ Gallagher one uh, there's one of them there I don't know why it, it suddenly became yeah, a spam it's... ground for porno women yeah they're just or they're... lads they're probably lads with po- women's no there's, there's like I've gone into some of the accounts and the girls now I don't know if that's what they look like naturally or if they have a filter on them, <laughs> but yeah, there's they like they're all, right. all like mounting a bed with their hoochie toochies up in the air going hey I'm lonely want to chat kind of thing uh, no it's not they're not real women though it's the modern equivalent of when you used to ring the phone sex lines years ago 
ago, isn't it? Are they still yeah. going around? I don't know. I can't really see much use from them with the internet these oh, yeah. days. I mean, you've got free porn on your phone. Are you really going to ring someone and say, talk to me about me Mickey? Like, you're not going to bother your whole... I mean, some people like interactive pornography or get their kicks interactively. You that, know, it's, I would I yeah. would think watching the internet on your but phone... Webcams. That's what webcams are for, oh, aren't you they? you see, I'm, I'm not as un- unlike you. Well, I don't I not. partake in any of these <laughs> things. Just because I know it exists doesn't mean I'll be frolicking my bollocks to it. I haven't... <laughs> I don't... Uh, I've never partook, but yeah, I do right. know it exists. You have your own webcam page. Yeah, I'm in my nude. forward slash. What do you think of this? Helicopter. <laughs> helicoptercock.com. That's my site. Actually, there is like, probably in the helicopter. Cock. I'm going to Google helicopter No, don't. It could be a one way ticket to me having you to never pay know. out, and I have no money. Can you imagine now if I Googled it as I am at the moment and then I suddenly saw a picture of my own face, how freaked out I'd be? Be like Fight Club. <laughs> You know what I mean? I didn't even know I was doing it. I was, uh, uh, I, I was on helicopter cock. Helicopter cock. Dot. Calm. Loved comedian in no. Mickey Ring. Fucking <laughs> isn't. Scandal. Yeah, I can make that my own. That there is no helicoptercock.com. Well, there you go. You should get on that instantly. Wow. I'm fucking you, that astounded. Would be, that would be so much fun, though. You know when people are like, "Can I? do you have a website? I sure do. www.helicoptercock.com. Hey, I just got a full-on Google whack with helicoptercock.com. What does that mean? As in you, you Google it and you get only one result. Oh no, I wrote helicportercock.com. Helicportercock! <laughs> <laughs> Scrap that. Oh, well, um, that so didn't work. Oh, shit. Last week we had said, obviously, about my Twitter. Uh, we'll go through actually some of the Twitter stuff as well at some point in the podcast today, because thank you, because people are quite interactive. Peter just doesn't bother his whole looking at it, but I do. I'm busy, man. I got a lot I'm going on. I'm busy! <laughs> Actually, I'm not. Woo! I'm actually not that busy at all. And in about two weeks' time, I'll be really unbusy, even more. So I'll have way more time on my hands. So I'm available. I am available. Um, so we'll go through some of those, your tweets and whatnot. But also, you wanted to talk about going to the doctor. I did. Yeah, because you're weeing all the time. Or I'm something. weeing all the time. I can't stop you it. You said you were going to go and get it checked. I didn't go. Are you go, trying yeah, to no. get a couple of things together? Oh, yeah, you're saving up my problems. Like I told you before, a man's never going to just get sick and go to the doctor because that would be ludicrous. I might peaky popping, pop, 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 pop. You keep popping. I'm trying to take that. you down. Yeah, so a man's never going to just go to the doctor. He's never going to just go and say, I have one problem because what's the fucking point in having one problem? It's it, 50 quid for one problem is too much money. Yeah, it is. Because uh, unlike the Brits that are listening, you got to pay 50 quid minimum. 60. My doctor's oh, 60. Fuck, I'm, I'm still on the 50 job, but yeah. she's a great doctor. Fucking give you a prescription <laughs> for anything you want. It's brilliant to this. Pretty uh, sure don't name her. Oh, we could be Valium, lying. Prozac, sleeping tablets, salpadines. Oh, it's what brilliant. What you got, what you need. Yeah, it's the only doctor I know that works out of an alley in town. <laughs> um, I'm going to take your mic down a bit. Hang on. And seems to give you a proctology exam for everything. <laughs> You're not on mic. I'm not. Oh, no, because I'm taking I'm taking it down a tad. You're very I'm loud. very loud, yeah. You're very very loud. loud. That's better. That's Sorry much about that. better. I'm roaring there. Um, you get a what? You get a what exam? 
a proctology exam. That's, no. I mean, that's worth 50 quid, isn't it? Imagine, we were only talking about that. Uh, you, I, and this is another thing, I wee all the time, right? Right, so this is the real issue here. Yeah, because I wee all the time. But I think it's just because I'm 41 now. I think it's just because I'm 41. Is it prostate? Prostate or your gills. I don't know what the fuck they are, but they keep leaking. So I'm in the toilet all the fucking time. Now like you, twice you, a you night. drink a lot of Water fluids, and though, don't coffee you? and whatever, yeah. But still, it's gone from t- to twice a fucking night, every single night. Uh, you do need to get that jo- like checked. Joking aside. Is it only because I'm in my 40s, though? I don't, I don't want to waste 50 that. quid for some prick to turn around and say, you're in your 40s, what do you expect? A friend of mine went to the doctor. We were sitting in a pub, right? Right. Sitting in a pub, and we're sitting there, and he goes, um, "I don't feel well. You have rash, and well, not a rash. His face was all red. He looked a bit swollen and shit. He felt a bit dizzy. So we were like, go to the doctor. So he goes to the doctor, and the doctor says, uh, what's the crack?' He says, "Yeah, I was out last night. Look, I had a, I've had a lot to drink. I'm, I'm not feeling well.'" And he goes, "Yeah, of course, you're drunk." <laughs> Cost him 50 quid no, to get t- drunk. told he was intoxicated and not enjoying himself. So, so was it like he was having like a whiskey rash kind of thing? Yeah, but I'm all, I don't know, he's just drunk. He's just drunk oh, and right, panicked. Okay. Right. But I, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to go to the doctor, the doctor saying, of course you're pissing all the time. You're in your fucking 40s. Did you 40s. Google it? No, you never Google what's wrong with oh, you. I love Googling what's wrong with me. No, because well, that, that's, that just makes you panic. a myriad of things that could be wrong with me. And then when I start, oh. like, it's like I have a headache. Brain tumour. Instantly. Straight away tells you. And then I go, yes, although, do you know what? The one time it really let me, <laughs> let me down where I should have listened to this. Because you know the way it's like the worst case scenario comes Ever. Up. Yeah, Ever. Just, it shoots for the stars. So I put into, what I, one of the, like a proper, like, you know, not like VHI or NHS or one of them was like put in your symptoms. So it wasn't me. It was Joey was sick. So I put in all of the symptoms and it was like, you need to go to a hospital now. This this is symptomatic of meningitis. To I went, he has a fucking headache and has gone to bed early. Like, and as it turned out, Joey did have viral meningitis that oh, time. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. We ended up to get an ambulance. Like again, the Dublin Fire Brigade, the the, the two oh, fire. Fuck. Yeah, the the, the um, paramedics that came that night were just they were so incredible and they were very calm. But it, it did actually turn out that. But it was one of those Ugh. scenarios where I went. Because you know you Google, I just kind of Google things for fun. <laughs> and I go, I don't have any. It's like the time I Googled, it was like uh, feeling quite sick in the morning, fatigued all of the time, uh, whatever it was, it was like, could be pregnant. Don't be silly. Turns out I was pregnant. You were pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So, Ta-da! So maybe I will Google it, but it's so, just going to no, fucking don't. scare me. It's just going to freak me out. I don't want to Google it. No, just go to the doctor. But we see, in a this is, it's easy to say, go to the doctor, go to the doctor. I'm, I'm 41. Every time I go to the doctor, he wants to stick his hand up me hole. I'm fucking sick of him sticking his hand up me hole, or wanting to. I don't let him a lot of the time, but I, I'm fucking, he wants to just ram his fucking fingers Why? up. Because they're all, I'm 41, so anything could be prostate. Anything. I get a fucking toothache the dentist wants to shove his fucking tweezers up my ass. It just becomes this thing. Right. So I, I'm like, I, I'm not going to the doctor with, a, with an earache because I'm afraid he's going to say, no problem, we'll just have a quick check of the prostate there. And he just wants to stick his fucking hand up your ass. Do they and put I, a glove on? Like, what can you... Yeah, they do stick a glove on. But I'm sick of fucking... I've had more fucking fingers up my ass. <laughs> Is that not pleasurable? In the last two years. No, it's not pleasurable. Is that not where your G-spot is? Yeah, but it's not like they turn on some nice music and light a candle. Why don't you bring And get some lube. They don't, and like just gradually sort of enter. Well, then you're not They do the circular motion and then they gradually open the book. No, it's fucking... Well, why don't you talk to them? Lube, bang, woo! (laughs) Over. 
Shit, that was sore. Why don't you talk to him and say, look, doctor, I'd appreciate it. I'll just put the mute. So you put on a bit of Luther or something on your on your phone. Set the mood. Whatever oh, it is, Mary J, whatever you're sake. looking for. You do that. Bring her on lube if you want and just go, could you just give it a little rub once or twice just to, and then do, just so I feel it. <laughs> Imagine me. I'm like, I'm paying you 50 quid Imagine me walking into the doctor. the crack. And I'm going, I can't stop pissing, doctor. Here's what I want you to do. <laughs> I'll play the music. I want you to put on some music and I want you to gently tease the asshole. I want the you to anus. gently tease my anus a little bit with your little finger. And then when the anus is a little bit loose with the little finger, I want you to put it in two fingers, doctor. Uh, then, one, work your way up. And then when I'm telling you I'm relaxed, I'll give you a safe word. I want you to touch my prostate. Fuck that. That I'm definitely going to I mean, to that seems that does not, not seem like a reasonable I'd rather plan. just say, doctor, today I'm pissing a lot. The arse is a one-way street for me. Uh, let's just fucking do Science it. Science says no entry. Science says no Exit entry today. Only. I'm not in the humour today. Because Daisy would be in the humour. There would, yeah, you know. I'd, I've never come across a day where anything in my world would go, do you know what? I'd like someone to f- stick a finger up my ass. I wish I could say the same. I can't. I've, 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 I, I, I was introdu- You're an ass man. It was introduced to me by a young lady. A finger in the bottom will do more for you than you think it will sometimes. <laughs> I'm not into it anymore. Yeah, right. But I have to say, there was I've one particular. There was one particular young woman when I was a young man. I was about to say, do you want? And she taught me things about my own bottom I never thought I wanted to know. I'm just going to leave it at that. I've done. I don't go back there anymore. But I'm. I'm telling you, it's the truth. Really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm not afraid to enjo- to admit that I've enjoyed See, pleasure I, of the behind. Now like, there was never any objects or implements or anything. It was just tickling. You know what I mean. <laughs> finger up. I'm just like it's dirty. It is dirty. Like there's gonna be poop on your finger. And like if you had your nails done or anything. I don't fucking know. I you look, do I, know. I've already said too much. I feel bad now. I feel no, like you I'm, don't. I feel like I've let somebody down. You always let yourself and like everybody else down. Like and that's one of my favourite things. Down. PJ lets himself down, lets everybody else down. <laughs> And if anybody knew what we were talking about, just prior to this on Snap, you would be a pulse. Oh, I'm a disgusting man. Anyway, what can you do? Um, I'm snapping as well. So Suzanne FM on... Uh, I do have a good name on Snap that I won't have to change. Suzanne Su- FM. Suzanne FM. On Snap. Um, so yeah, well, just go and get checked because... The, do you know what the thing I've forgotten about being pregnant as well as going to the toilet is that, like, you know when you're... I mean, bursting to go to the toilet. Like, literally bursting to yeah. go to the toilet. So when you're pregnant, that happens a lot. You're drinking water and whatever, the baby just takes the bit. You got a baby literally. pushing on your bladder. Yeah. So you billy into the toilet to go to the toilet, and then you get yourself organised and sit down, and then you sit down and you can't. There's nothing. Nothing happens because the baby is just sitting there going, <laughs> nothing is coming out. <laughs> so you're like sitting there going, come on. Oh, I hate that. It's sort of like a. So you have to kind of like lift your belly to try and move the baby to accommodate the wee to come out. And it's then like it just, a piss to patient. Like a little piss to patient, yeah. yeah. What a great word. <laughs> yeah, it's medical. I know. It's a medical term. Yeah, sure you could yeah, go and diagnose yourself. Well anyway, so there you go. I'm 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 praying for you and for your bladder, your prostate, your whatever else. I appreciate it. But I do think you should go and get checked. I, I will, yeah. I just need something else to go wrong first. I'm not fucking going into the doctor unless I have a few things. I want to get all bargain, you know? Well, that's fair. Bargain. And if you get bang for your buck, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, you want bang for your buck. I don't even give a shit what it is. As long as I feel like it got value for me money, that's all that counts, you know? Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> I mean, if you have the prostate cancer. Here, um, I have, I did the worst possible thing ever to my husband. And it's nothing about what we've been talking about precursor there, by the way. Um, 
Because obviously, <laughs> without going on about it too much, but you know, I am pregnant and pregnant women are slightly irrational. Yeah. Um, I cry. We've talked about this on the podcast. I cry just randomly at things anyway. Like there's certain things I just can't read. Yeah, you get they, all fucked up emotional about old people and TV ads and they're stuff. They're just normal before pregnancy. So that's yeah. heightened in pregnancy. So try being in my world a lot. Like it's just, it's a roller coaster. You know, you just got to ride it. Well, that's what he did and that's where we are. But, do you understand what I'm saying? But anyway, so on Sunday morning, so we're in the process of, like, honestly, of all of the stressful factors that can happen, you know, there's like a checklist of things that can happen in your world. Currently in my world, these are all happening. One of them is buying a house. Oh, shit. And uh, we're having a nightmare with it. But look, we're nearly towards the end. So I said to Joey with lovely doughy eyes on Sunday morning, I went, do you want to go to Ikea? Or Ikea, Oh, you called. fucking did. Why? You've already got stress in your life. You're, you're, I do you're have pregnant, a lot of you're selling a fucking house, you're buying a house. You went to fucking Ikea. Yeah. And do you know the amount of relationships that have been smashed upon the fucking <coughs> horrid rocks of Ikea? It's like, it's the, a relationship wrecker. You could go Every, out there and buy, you could literally pick up wedding rings off the floor. If you want to Ikea. fucking get married, right? If yeah. you want to get fucking married and you'd say, I think this is the person for me, I, I, I'm not sure. But I fucking think this is the person for me. Go to Ikea on a busy day and if you make it through their shitty one-way system mm. and come out the other end in one piece, you're fucking made for each other. Nothing will separate well, you. Well, you see, so I said that and I went, it was early on Sunday morning and we, we weren't going to the Dublin Kerry much because we didn't have a babysitter. So oh. we were going to go and watch that. So the plan was we'd be home in time to watch the Dublin because it was so important. So I was like... Can we go? And Joey went, yeah, like there's loads of people up from the country and a lot of people make a day out of it. And I was like, oh, yeah, God. it opens at 10 and if we're there for half 10, we'll be there before the rush. We'll, we'll whiz. We'll whiz around. And we don't even have to get anything. I just want to go and look oh, for ideas. Oh my God, you're missing so many red flags right. here already. Bear in mind, again, I will just say the foundation of all of this is that I'm pregnant. Right? Of course. So my, my husband's just like, okay. So I was like, can we just go? Joey did say again, he was like, I think a lot of Kerry people and Kildare people will go there and they could be really busy. And I was like, you're being difficult, Joey. He's I being right. to go to Ikea. Talking about people from the sticks. Country people. We people will... who don't even have supermarkets and they're travelling up to the big city. The Ikea to them is like, it's like a city. It's like a itself. city person going to a uh, What's it like? It's like a city person going to Dubai all of a sudden. Yeah. All of a sudden, or Las Vegas. There. Ikea is Las Vegas to a country person. That's true. Um, so, yeah, so we drove out to Ikea and as we pulled in, we couldn't really get parking because oh, it was busy. This. But I was like, no, 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 persevere. The parking angels will get us parked. Anyway, we went into Ikea. It took us nearly two hours to navigate around because there was that many people oh in Ikea. There was people crashing trolleys off people. <laughs> <laughs> my son started to lose his reason. There you took a... your fucking son. <laughs> you took your fucking child. You brought Oshin. What age is Oshin? A year and a half. A year and a half. You did that to a child. Have you only had years of therapy that child's going to have to go through having been in Ikea on, on a busy day? I'm pretty sure at one point he was trying to ring Childline on his phone. Of course he Hello? was. Hello? Oh my God. Hello? How do you even know you took the right it's child home? I mean, it's hard to say, but no, I'm pretty sure this one's ours. I know his high-pitched terrorist tone. But yeah, so, and we, we, we got through it and we got into the car and Joey just looked like bleed, like literally beads of sweat coming down his face and he was just like, okay, okay. <laughs> Trying to hold his shit and together. And he couldn't. Because he like, wants to roar at you. He wants, I know he wants to be like, he didn't even want to roar at me. He just wants to say, 
I told you I so. I fucking told Susie, you. I told you but this was being, a bad idea. But you're pregnant and, and he's I'm a good guy. There, I'm sitting there smiling and I'm going, so now at least we now know what we're looking for. And I have some brochures and he's just like, I'm going. Oh my God. So you went through all that and came out with a fucking brochure. That's all no, you got. No, okay, excuse me. I did not. I came out with a, three brochures. I came out with a set of multicoloured plastic cups and a set of multicoloured cutlery for my son. I mean, oh that, my. Which, by the way, to pay for those, that you alone. Oh, sorry. And we got chocolate. By the way, they, they, they do these chocolate dime things. And I think you can only get, I've never seen them before in Ikea. Oh my God, they're insane. You get free fucking chocolate from Cadbury's every week. Oh, I got a massive hamper from Cadbury's So why are you week. making fucking queues in Ikea for? So they're like, Cadbury sent in this amazing, like, I'll put it up on my snap actually. So they like sent in this amazing cozy thing and a pillow and like all these bite size, which I'm oh going to competitively God, eat. Yeah. So that was it. So I had to bring him to Nando's. Your husband is a better man than me. I, I can put my hand on my heart. He went out with his mates. Like, he, 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 He's he, a better I, man. In fairness, he had every right then to go, listen, the lads are going for a couple of drinks tonight. And I, I was like, work away. I'll go to bed. You work away. He, and he didn't enjoy it, by the way. He spent that whole time with his mates going, and then the fucking queue. <laughs> and, and the child. The child was upset. And then she'll be queuing. And I'll be going with some fucking multicoloured cutlery. And the cup. And you know what she said? At least now we know what we want the next time. Oh, God. How do you know he went out with his friends? I'd say he was in therapy. He was sitting there with some psychiatrist, an emergency psychiatrist line. Trying, he's on Maybe. medication. He probably is. He probably is. But yeah, so. <laughs> but he, a great day was had by all. And we oh. had Nando's. And then we watched the Dublin Kerry match. Oh, what a fucking game! What a fucking <laughs> Game! So, oh, I have to say, I have to say, I have to. I mean, I, I, I apologise, British folk, uh, for who don't know about the glories and wonders of the British Gaelic American, Athletic Association. We're, we're global, we're global. Oh, the British American, we're not Hong Kong because the fuckers banned us. But I apologise to anyone that doesn't know about GAA games, but for those of you that do, what a fucking game! And for those of you that don't, let me just explain. Watch it on Sky. The championship, the GAA football championship. Uh, this is our Super Bowl. We're this leading we up to our for. Super Bowl. We yeah. fucking live for this. Dublin. It's a little less the open champions than the Super Bowl. fighting the contenders, Kerry. The, the rivalry between these two guys. Think Manchester United and, Man- and Liverpool. Think AC Milan and Inter Milan. Think all of those big derbies. Think Glasgow fucking Rangers and Glasgow fucking Celtic. Dublin and Kerry. It's that level of rivalry. Mutual respect, but at the end of the day, you hate the fuckers. <laughs> and Dublin and Kerry. Dublin have been sort of uncontended up to- so far this year. They haven't had a real match at all. It's been too easy for them. I would say the same with Kerry. And when they met... Holy shit, did sparks fly. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful, wonderful, fantastic game of football. It was like being in the fucking Roman gladiator. Did you go? Were you on the hill? I was, yeah. Oh, jeez. It was just such an amazing moment. Dublin, of course, you can tell by my ranting and raving, won the game by two points. Which is fuck all in the grand scheme of things. Half time, I thought our arses would be handed no, to us on a country this platter. Is, this is a really funny thing because Joey, so I'm like literally having a shit fit at like half time going, Jim Gavin's going to bring them in, he's going to cattle prod them all, and he's going to go <laughs> fucking ape shit at them because their management is, I swear to God, the man is just stone. He's just like, he's a oh. perfect answer. He's just not the most unemotional person in the world. Yeah, think Jose Mourinho, but talks less. Yeah, talks even less than him and doesn't chew gum. Um, but yeah, so he, I was like, it's going to kill them. And Joey just went, it's grand. Like, Joey was sitting there, he's like, it's grand. And I went, which means it's not grand. I was They're panicking. Like, I was like, in six minutes to go, this is insane. And he was like, just relax. 
Grant. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's just, he was like, it's a blip. He was like, Cluckhouse, lo- he was the keeper. He's like, Cluckhouse just lost his shit for a second. He was like, it's half Which time. Which he did. He's like, Stephen Cluckson did yeah. lose his shit. Like Which he- is, again, talk about robot. Yeah, he was another fucking I'd phenomenal. I'd say he sat at home on Sunday night, absolutely beating the bollocks out of himself. Doesn't sitting matter. Sitting there hitting himself. Stephen! <laughs> <laughs> but he had an incredible second half. When um, he came but out. he always he, does. He but saved a point. No he saved a point. No Any goalkeeper that can save a fucking bar, uh, yeah. save a point, you know. He's the best in the country, but it was the most incredible game ever, and we won. Um, but the stuff online, mother of oh, Jesus, priceless. So Kev Mack, obviously, who hero of the day, I think to be honest, he, he always is. But he's like, so he's my one of my husband's best friends, and oh, he's grown up. He proved he's, himself beyond shadow of a doubt. This super sub Kevin McManaman thing is the greatest load of cockam lakey fucking waka docka soup that I've ever heard in my life. Get that shit off his fucking head. If you think he's not good for a whole game, start him and take him the fuck off the pitch after he loses his form. Which, by the way, he's not going to fucking do because he never does. He went out against Kerry. He was like a brick wall he's with savage. seven legs. It was just unbeatable, undefeatable on the day. He was incredible. Dean Rock, his point kicking was outrageously good. Jim O'Connolly drove the opposition so insane that they just wanted to piss their pants with frustration. You know what? I read an article during the week about Jim O'Connolly and they were just saying somebody I can't remember was it a Mayo player or someone who said they got his number to back him up on an appeal for a sending off before the All-Ireland and he went and then I had his number he goes so I used to just text him in the middle of the night going you're a prick just randomly oh, for fuck's I'm sake. like these these are amateurs you're not going to pay like Dermot Connolly is the best footballer in the country best in the country yeah, he's but incredible mother of Jesus would you want to be him like yeah, the abuse he gets is just relentless he just gets abuse online he gets abuse walking down the street he gets abuse when he's on a football pitch people he's playing against abuse he gets abused at club level it's like it's unreal it's a pretty relentless it's, it's, lot of like, bullshit it is disgusting for a guy like, who doesn't get a penny and gives all his time yeah. to play in front of crowds that are so fucking big it's such a big deal I don't know why or how like, he takes it Donahue who's a freaking toe rag <laughs> doesn't get half the shit he gets I know but yeah. he doesn't, he like, doesn't I know. Shape, doesn't get ha- none of these players get half the shit that he gets but anyway look the long and the short of it was was that Kev Mack who was in, got man of the match outstanding. he was outstanding outstanding it was his fault that the, like, between the ref and Kev Mack that was the reason Kerry lost apparently so so then when the referee left the field the Kerry fans started pelting him which with I'm their programs which I'm really disappointed about I'm really disappointed because the one thing I've kind of always pried the GAA on is there's none of that bullshit there's none of that shit goes on that's what and I like I'm about really the GAA we can mix fans together yeah. there's never any trouble no, there's, there's no pr- riots there's or... no crowd separation no. there's none of that bullshit because there's never going to be trouble so when something like that happens it's extraordinary yeah like that's an extraordinary I'm really dis- thing I was really disappointed in that yeah I was really disappointed and if it was Dublin fans doing it I'd call them out as well well, if it was Dublin fans doing it, it would be front page news all of over the place. Of course it would, because, because it would be t- oh, typical, typical Dublin, Dublin scummers yeah. scummering around Crow yeah. Park. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Still going to be fucking champions. And the next round, we're playing Mayo. And I hate to say it, it's Mayo. Final. It's the Dublin presentation match. And that's all it is. The real final happened on Sunday. Uh, you're going to have your asses <laughs> handed to us again on the 18th of September the final and day and then the scramble comes on so for those of you who don't know Crow Park holds 80,000 people but these tickets literally forget forget Willy Wonka I got mine thank did you God because last a, year you had an absolute disaster last year I missed two games yeah. and it meant I missed out my season, season ticket, ticket yeah. I've only missed one this year 
I got my click in. So the day after that that game, yeah, uh, GAA email says I've qualified for my final ticket. So Ooh. I was fucking delighted. So it's gonna cut. It's forty quid though. For the hill. For the hill. For, uh, yeah, for sure. A final. Uh, final ticket isn't Hogan is like 75 yeah, or 80. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It's yeah. a lot of money, but I don't give a shit. I get to My favourite is that people always say to me about Kev Mack, they're like, what does he do? <laughs> what does he do? <laughs> what does he do the day before an All-Ireland final? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Sometimes you might see him in Super Value, but generally he goes to the city. But like people are... But what does he work at? Because I was talking to a fellow the other day says he delivers chicken to them. He used to work for Poultry and Motion. Yeah, he, that's what he did. I thought he was lying. He goes, oh yeah, I met Kev McMahon and he delivers chicken. And he yeah. goes, and I don't know how he moves so fast in the pitch because it takes him half the fucking day to bring it in here. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he's, I don't know if he still does. He's a sports psychologist though. He's a qualified sports psychologist now. So he does that. And so I think that's probably his profession. But it's really funny because like my brother-in-law and him are best pals. So it's really, like I just think it's always hilarious that people go, like what would Kev be doing the night before in All-Ireland? Because it's essentially like Champions League it's or like, like it's like our Super Bowl yeah, it really huge. is huge and I'm like I think him and DA generally go to the cinema yeah like yeah. so you could be in the cinema the night before you go into the All-Ireland and Kev would just be there but he'd be have his head down really I went to a, a cinema in Santry once before an Ireland match an Ireland soccer match yeah and uh, Roy Keane and the soccer team were there in Santry I was like, they're all it's out. It's so bizarre. It's the weirdest thing. They're just thing. normal people. I think they were playing, I don't know who they were playing. I think it was a friendly against Brazil. Yeah. And uh, I went to the cinema and they were just sitting there. The whole lot of the squad went out to watch a movie together. <laughs> it was so peculiar. But it was all fucked up because everybody <laughs> isn't watching the movie. They're just watching the what FAI. They're, <laughs> they're watching all the Irish teams going, are they eating popcorn? No. I think Roy Keane has a salad box or whatever it was. It so was what are they eating? It's just very unusual. It wouldn't all be on the snaps. But anyway, so there you go. So Sunday, so we talk about uh, well, the final is coming up oh, as well. Oh, I can't so. wait. It's, gonna, it's such a it's big exciting. thing. It's such a big thing. And all those years of Dublin losing finals, all those years of arriving to Kerry. I'm just about old enough to remember Heffo's Army, the brilliant Dublin team of the 70s and the 80s uh, and how they used to get their asses fucking beat so many times from the Kerry side. Now it's so opposite. Now we've beaten them four championship games in a row. Yeah. Oh, it's, because it's glorious. The, it's because the GAA are biased towards Dublin. Of course that's what it is. And yeah. they're putting so much money into Oh them. yeah, it's money, yeah. Because you can buy a championship yeah. in an amateur game. Go As fuck you know. yourself. Um, <laughs> that only happens in the Olympics. Have you got any animal facts? Uh, oh, yes, I'm sure I do. Well, let me have a look at the list again. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I gave you a fright. That was like very excited. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, yes, I do. I think I have to have a have a little sneaky look because I'm a few pages in at this stage. We are. Like, yeah, I am. I, I just love this. They're off list. mic as well. And hmm? um, by the way, the amount of tweets about your uh, your boxing story last week, and actually, I, I Joey was listening to the podcast the other night. I think, and I, I woke up and ended up hearing the boxing story again, and I was lying there laughing. I was like, no, it still is. But I honestly thought I was going to go into labour or have a hemorrhage. I didn't know which one I was going to be, but. It was uh, it was very very worrying. Um, uh, I'm so happy because I've told that story a lot of times. Obviously, uh, it's not, I didn't know how it would come across on the radio. Uh, it came I, across very well. <laughs> very well. I can't believe I hadn't told it before. That's the thing. I just can't believe I hadn't told it before. So let me see. What have I got here? Oh no, no, I've done that one. Shit! Big hello to Jeff Norman. Uh, he's keeping his podcast at the moment. He's saving them because um, he's heading off to France. They have a drive over there as well. Claire Rab wants to watch First States Ireland. See, at First States Ireland, tweet them because um, you want to watch. She, well, she wants. To, you know, they're recording First States Ireland at the moment, actually, down the road in the Gibson. They're doing oh, the next round yeah. of it as well. I'm so tempted just to walk down and be like, it'll never last. No, I won't be. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be really, really bad. Um, but yeah, yeah, loads and loads and loads 
of people just absolutely howling about the boxing stuff last week which is it was so it, gen, genuinely it was a really really good story did you find any animal facts I did yes so I uh, guess it's time for animal facts animal facts uh, got those animal facts animal facts animal facts uh, got those animal facts woo yeah animal facts here we go. By the way, you know swans the way they mate for life. Like a swan. Do they? Yeah, they do. Did you not know that? No, I don't know anything about animals. Oh, well, swans, they find one partner for life and that's the job, right? So I'm right. going to give you an animal fact that uh, I heard that is kind of sad, but then I'm going to give you a happy one, right? Okay. So you know the way, so animals, in Harold's Cross, right? In yes, Dublin. that's near me. So up near you. You know the way there's by the barge there? Mm-hmm. You see a load of swans and mm. there's a big group of swans. Yeah. Not normal for swans to hang around in a group. They normally hang around with their couples. Guess why? They're widows. They are. So they're single swans whose other half has died. You see, now you're very silly Why? telling me that because that would make me really sad. Oh, fuck. Well, they're widowed swans. Okay. And they hang out together in a pack because the other half is fucked, is dead or whatever. What or, happened to them? And they don't cheat. So they died. They probably died. No, they had, a, had an old can of beans or choked or whatever, but they died. So they're all, that's a gang of single swans that Dublin has. We've a, we've a gaggle of single swans hanging around. I know that's sad, but what I found out today... It better be good, because I'm on T-shirt. Swans, if they can't find a female mate, no problem. Swans can be gay. Who knew? Well, Swans can I'm be absolutely and... in love and gay as Christmas. Uh, I, and they're the absolute, like, they, gay together for life. They don't give no shit. It's not about procreating. It's all about having the crack with your boyfriend. They fall properly in love with each other. Really? Swans fall proper so in a, love. It's companionship, is it? Yeah. yeah. So they fall proper in love. Oh, they look like for a mate for that life. That makes me feel better. Uh, and here's a good one. Go on. So you know the way um, female pandas, right? Yeah. We were talking about koala bears. We're off koala bears, right? Because we figured out they're a disgusting animal, okay, right? Okay, let's leave the koalas for so this week. So the female panda yes. has a period, right? Ovulates. Yeah. Once a year. What? Once a year. So how would you know if you were pregnant or anything? Well, this is the thing. So they're fertile for only two or three days a year. So this is why, you know the way they can never, they're always running out of pandas. They're always trying to get pandas to have sex with each other. Yeah. And we always thought they're just too lazy to have sex. Or frigid. They're not too lazy to have sex. They're not frigid at all. They just only ovulate once they're a year. They're as slutty as any animal. The problem is they only have two or three days a year to get pregnant. So whereas I gave advice last week, yeah. never fuck a koala. No, for it's the It's quite safe to fuck a panda. Pregnancy-wise, you, you won't end up like you me. You won't end up a papa panda. You won't end up papa panda. Uh, and they have no chlamydia. No, so they don't get chlamydia no, like a koala bear. Can you confirm they have no chlamydia? Because, you know, I don't want to be telling people to be going out there banging <laughs> pandas. Do you know, this is a great... Can I give you an animal fact? Because this came in on the Rachel Waddington, which, by the way, love your surname. And I knew somebody called Waddington as well. It's a very Chris English Wadd- name. Chris Waddington. They live in, uh, they live in books. Um, but yeah, so all pandas in the world are on loan from China. And when a baby panda is born, an agreement, uh, it's the agreement that it's sent back to China to help expand the gene pool. The baby panda are shipped back by FedEx. They send them out to zoos what? for a million pounds a year for a minimum of 10 years. Holy shit. Yeah, so they're only on loan. And I don't know. Now, Rachel, this is a great fact. I don't know if it's actual fact, but I like it nonetheless. I remember Ming Ming and Ping Ping in Dublin Zoo. Do you remember the two pandas in Dublin Zoo? 1986, they went into the zoo. Was and I tell you why, because we went in baby infants in school. We went on our school trip to see, were they not yin and yang? Was it or whatever no, they were Ming called? No, Ming Ming and Ming Ming. Ping Ping, yeah. And you followed the panda paws. 
Do you remember? Oh, I do remember that. Holding hands, two yeah. or two. <laughs> and he went, and I remember just thinking it was the, I still can remember, it was the greatest day and then we went to the wishing chair on the way out of Dublin Zoo. So it cost 20 million quid to have those fucking four balls in Dublin Zoo. Well, 10 million, it looks like 10 million a year for yeah, a minimum of, of 10 years. Yeah, they rent them out. Well, yeah, maybe they came to some agreement, but you know, that's, that's, that's her one, which I like. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a really good one. So that is that our animal facts for today? Yeah, I guess it is. We'll you get me thinking about Dublin Zoo. I was talking about Dublin Zoo before. Remember the dirty monkey? I love, yeah, the dirty monkey. The he even dirt. features a lot. Yeah. Him on the sad crocodile. His fucking name again. Anyway, don't worry about it and don't do the actions. Put, don't do the no. pull of the Mickey monkey, no. though. <laughs> Where are we go? Is, are you just, uh, but we talk about Dublin Zoo a lot. We do, yeah, I know. There was a new rhino born there late there yesterday. There was, yeah. A and the kids rhino. are going to get to name him. And you know the way it was... Um, it was a white rhino. Yeah. You know, that's it. they're not supposed to be called white rhinos. Why? It was an Afrikaans thing, right? So well, is Af- this a racism issue in the rhino world? You know, something that might be. Right. But the Afrikaans translation was supposed to be for wide rhino. But it was mistranslated <laughs> into white rhino. There's always some fucker who gets it wrong, isn't it? Yeah, so some fucker, so they're supposed to be... I mean, it's white or wide. Yeah, so someone went with, oh, fuck it, it's white. Uh, uh, white rhino, which is okay, I guess, because you couldn't say white rhino nowadays. Body shaming, you know. People would be disgusted. They'd be like, how dare you body shame a rhino? Rhino, you can't say a rhino. So racism is better than body shaming, is yeah. that what we're I'm saying? I'm a happy wide rhino, yeah. just so you know. Just because I'm wide doesn't mean I can't be a happy rhino. Look at these curves, they don't lie. Boop, 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 boop. I don't want to be wide, I want to be white. So they. <laughs> So Recognise. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. That's so that's what, our animal facts for this week. That's our animal facts. Animal facts. We did those animal facts. Boo! <laughs> um, you're saw, sh- go on. Sorry, yeah. You go. I saw a story in the paper to, um, last you week. not, with your very own eyes. Very own eyes, right? And uh, it's given out about the digital world, right? Given mm-hmm. out that saying that phones are the number one cause of rows in families at the dinner table, right? Yeah. That's what they're saying. Phones are the number one cause of rows at the dinner table. Okay. Now, fuck, it makes me think, I was fighting with my family long, <laughs> long, long before the advent of a, of a smartphone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody I know was fighting with their families long before a smartphone. Of course. Every Christmas, families fight because they're made sit Hang down with the same family. fucking family and the same people every year. The phone isn't the cause of the argument. The fucking table is the cause of the argument. If you remove the table from the meals, nobody's fighting. We're doing our own shit. We're fucking minding our own business. Nobody's in the... Re- we're having we're a nice time. We're <laughs> nice still time. in the same company. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the you fucking don't phone is tree. fine. Don't remove the phone. Remove the fucking table. Nobody needs the fucking table. Set up a buffet counter. Serve yourself. Watch the telly. Have a chat. Uh, you know what I mean? Get rid of it. It's been failing families for thousands of years. It's my favourite thing in the world. A table? Yeah, Christmas dinner is my favourite thing in the world. But why can't you have it without the fucking table? And then know, nobody yeah. be fighting. I wouldn't give a crap, actually. A table or not the table. Although, like, it's a big thing in our house, the setting the table and oh. the Christmas, all that. I know, I know I you hate, hate it. So I much. know you do. When my ma dies, right, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not looking forward to it. But when my ma dies, the shining light behind that tragedy will be that I never have to speak with my family ever again. <laughs> oh, I'll have an excuse. Who are your brothers and sisters? Fuck them! I don't have to hear them. We can tolerate each other on our own terms. Do you know that way? We'll be able to do that anyway. No, I like my sister. My sister's great, right? But let's face it. If we sit at the table, 
we're going to fight. No. So we call around when there's not a fucking table. And then when she's had enough of my shit, she can fuck off. And when I've had enough of her shit, I can oh, fuck so off. Oh, you're saying so you're all forced to have Christmas dinner together? Yes. Oh, and okay. nobody wants to do it. Mm. Oh, it's a shitemare of the highest yeah, order. See, it's literally the bottom lucky. of the cock. It's not the top of the cock. It's the bottom, bottom of the, the cock. cock. Yeah, we're lucky because like that, sometimes my brother is home for Christmas, sometimes he's not depending on his schedule because he lives in the Middle East. And then now my other brother is home for Christmas, but then sometimes we, we did he wouldn't have been home for Christmas. Um, and then like I've had Christmas down at my husband's house. So I think I'm probably a bit spoiled. Yeah, This maybe. year though, with the, possibly if the lister sorts it out, I could have a house. There's a part <laughs> of me that goes, I might have Christmas dinner in my own house this well, year. Christmas is cancelled this year, anyway. Why? Because the reindeers are dead. Did you not see that in uh, yesterday in Norway? I, I'm not even fucking messing. Did you see yesterday in Norway? No, I didn't. A lightning bolt oh, struck dear. a herd of I reindeers, killed God. three. You are the epitome of the Grinch. You must paint your fucking green. <laughs> Christmas is dead. A fucking lightning bolt killed. I'm looking forward to Christmas. Will I tell you why? I can drink. <laughs> <laughs> and you, <clears throat> essentially, are taking your Mickey out and pissing all over my holiday. But go on, tell me about the dead reindeers. <laughs> 323 reindeers were killed by a bolt of lightning in Norway what yesterday. bizarre number to hit. I know. Well, no. obviously, I don't know if there was less or more, but 323 of them fucked, shot down by lightning. That's Christmas fucked anyway. There's no way... There's loads of reindeer in the Phoenix Park anyway, so... They're not reindeer. They're um, just deer. What's the difference? There's a huge difference. It's like saying all horses are the same. They the are. reindeer are the Clydesdale of the ho- of the reindeer. I family. don't. I'm sorry, Nate. This is reindeers we're going are going down a slippery slope with me because you know I don't get this shit. <laughs> well, a normal deer. What is the difference? It's huge. They don't even look the so same. So a deer, a female deer? No, I don't know. If a, I think it's a reindeer. But there's a fucking a dog. Technical deer. deer. <laughs> there's a deer. Is it just a regular deer that we know? Just they're just regular fucking deer. Somewhere they're just um, normal looking deer. They wander around being normal deer. Reindeer, totally different animal altogether. They've got full long shabby hair. They're grey for a start. Grey shabby hair uh, because they need to. They live in colder climates. The, the Phoenix Park is, has the, a fairly couldn't cut across wind in it to be honest with you but yeah but there's no but there's not reindeer in it well that's absolute horseshit because my dad would bring us to feed Santa's reindeer in the Phoenix Park no, before he Christmas didn't. he did there's no reindeer in the Phoenix fucking park there's, there's... loads of them <laughs> there's not look these are reindeer look see them big grey and hairy Right, okay, well, they've had a trim, the ones in the Phoenix Park. <laughs> they're into grooming. They're, they're, they're city slickers. Uh, maybe they're just, yeah, maybe they're like um, like people nowadays. Maybe yeah. reindeer are just old-fashioned. You know the way you are young yeah. people, they just shave all their balls and their vaginas now all the time. Uh, whereas <laughs> older people, they just kind of let that shit fucking hang around. There you go. So maybe just reindeers are more traditionalist. They're rainscaping. They're rain, they, don't, they don't do any rainscaping. Yeah. Whereas the other deer, they're kind of like, you know, yeah. they're, they're like, yeah, you know, it's only bad manners they at this do stage. They do-scape. They do-scape. Don't-scape their, their ghoulies. There you go. Have you got a hero of the week? I do, but it's going to be a sad one, unfortunately. It's oh, Gene Wilder. Oh, yeah. Gene Wilder. Ah, shit, man. Shit, man, shit, man, shit. What a fucking year it's been with celebrities dying. And I thought it's not going to get worse than Muhammad Ali, i got to be honest with you. And then Gene Wilder goes and dies. Gene Wilder. Like, I don't think he did it on purpose. Well, he let me down. Uh, <laughs> he didn't do it on purpose, of course not. But he is the king of comedy timing. Okay. He's the absolute king of comedy timing. Him and Richard Pryor made some of the funniest movies together 
that have ever been done. Like they did see no evil, hear no evil. They did stir crazy together. Uh, before that, Richard Pryor was supposed to be in Blazing Saddles, right. and he was miscast completely out of it. I don't know why. I can't remember the story. But Mel Brooks and he, they made it with the other guy, and then he went on to do, of course, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which is kind of what I know him he for. He wrote and and produced uh, Young Frankenstein or Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, it was just the guy had everything. He's the most hilarious fucker ever, and he also was relatively clueless which was an amazingly naive and it's like Richard Pryor tells this great story where him and Gene Wilder when they were making stir crazy they walked into the prison in Arizona mm. And I they don't think I've in. ever seen it. Oh, it's amazing. The two of them are, just... uh, get locked up and they find realise the only way they're going to survive is if they make them think they're loonies and they go to a mental hospital okay. instead of the prison. So they get sent to this prison and they're filming in a real prison and the right. real inmates are there. <laughs> and uh, Gene goes to Richard Pryor, hey, let's go over and say hello to the guys. And Richard Pryor's going, don't talk to those people. They will fuck you. And Gene Wilder said, why would they fuck me? I'm not gay. <laughs> and Richard Fryer goes, they will fuck you just to see the look on your face. <laughs> so the two of them have this amazing, amazing team together. I mean, even if you watch See No Evil, Hear No Evil, which I'm going to do tonight because it's such yeah, a funny, funny movie. Yeah. The part where Gene Wilder uh, who's deaf picks up a rock and smashes the window and the alarms go off and he turns into Richard Pryor who's blind and puts his finger on his lips and goes shh <laughs> it's so nonsensical it's so brilliant it's so physical but it's now. fucking marvellous and Gene Wilder he's one of those where you sort of go you could jump on the bandwagon and say oh we will never see your like again but we fucking won't him and Robin Williams in the same year Jesus is Robin Williams this no Robin Williams oh, was he last year no he's last year oh, Robin well, Williams is a year ago. still feels so current yeah yeah, yeah no, Robin Williams is Gene Wilder is dead it's tragic it's just I suppose everybody gets old not everybody can be an everlasting gobstopper oh, he's 83 nice. he's a, uh, 83 he was um, I, the thing about it I, for starters the, sa- the statement that his family that it's just signed at Gene's kids at the end and that he he didn't want anyone to know that he had Alzheimer's because he didn't want to take that magic out of children he didn't want people to see Willy Wonka in that way yeah. I loved that um, and that made me cry last night when I read that of course it did obviously it doesn't take much to be honest with you but <laughs> um, so everybody knows like I Roald Dahl is like my one of my greatest heroes of all time I adore him and Roald Dahl and Gene Wilder did not get on so Roald Dahl wanted Spike Milligan to play Willy Wonka that would have been a good Willy Wonka I have yeah. to say Spike Milligan would have been really good yeah, at it so he screen tested for it and Roel was like look this is what's happening it's going to be Spike Milligan and that's the long and the short of it and then Disney said no it's it's going to be Gene Wilder and he went no it's, and this went on for a very long time and ultimately they they got to pick that it was Gene Wilder so Roel Dahl gave Gene Wilder the worst possible time on set like Gene Wilder would do something and Roel Dahl would just sit there with his arms folded going nope Holy nope, shit. that's not how it's supposed to look. And they had this really tumultuous relationship. But if, eventually, as it went on, they like after they did find, you know, I think that role maybe respected him for the way it was. But then Gene had his take on the way Willy Wonka should be. So, you know, at the opening part of Willy Wonka where, see, I'm obsessed with Roald Dahl and everything to do with it. But you know the bit where the kids come in and Gene Wilder, this was all Gene Wilder, right? This wasn't written like it. It wasn't supposed to be portrayed this way. But Gene Wilder went... 
he's too sugar-coated, right? Yeah. So he goes, he needs to be more, there needs to be something darker. So when he goes out and greets the kids, initially he's quite nice and then he turns and he goes, because that's the pretense for the rest of the movie. He was like, you never know whether to trust Willy Wonka because he can turn on you at any minute. Whereas actually what they had written was a lot more sugar-coated and he was like, hey kids, welcome along, yay, woohoo! And it was all, and he went, no, there has to be a job. And that was all Gene Wilder because he lived this Wonka character and figured out how he could be. And then obviously one of the greatest lines, in my opinion, ever from any movie is the very end where he's like, you win nothing, you lose. Good day, sir! And that's oh, one yeah. of my greatest, I think it's just amazing it's one of my favourites ever but yeah he's, it's, ah. it's a big loss but he was, and then he was that, imagine what Roald Dahl would have said if he'd seen Johnny Depp doing the gig oh what like a, he's spinning he, 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 you're Edward Slippy Hands to do this you put Edward Slippy Hands in my creation oh it's just like oh Jesus although there's bits of the it's funny because there's bits of the, the Johnny Depp where I, I love he's like mumbler what do you say, mumbler? He's like, hello, little girl. There's kind of bits of it that it does have that. I just, but anything Tim Burton does pisses me off. Uh, yeah. I have to say, though, I'm, I have a bone to pick with Roald Dahl and Willy Wonka, though, because he lets fucking granddad off the hook, and it's a Grandpa disgrace. Grandpa Joe? So, Grandpa Joe, right, in uh-huh. the book, right? Yeah. In the, in the movie, anyway. Yeah. I'm not going to lie and say I read the book, I didn't. In the movie. It's an amazing book. Grandpa's in the bed, right? Yes. Charlie's out doing his fucking shit. Yeah. Ma is doing all the work in the house. Making cabbage soup. Yeah. Grandpa hasn't gotten out of bed in 20 fucking years or something, no. right? No. He's in bed, he's the bedridden. Four of them are bedridden. Yeah, but him in particular, he's the fucker I'm picking on, right? Okay, right. So Charlie goes out, gets a golden ticket. Uh-huh. Charlie comes back to the house. He goes, Grandad, I've got a golden ticket. Yeah. Granddad jumps out of the bed and goes, I'm going with you. It's not exactly. I'm going with you. That's actually not how it happens. You fucking shite bag. <laughs> you fucking have been letting that woman Walk around that fucking bed for 20 fucking years. You've been lying there with three invalids, letting on you one of them, acting the bollocks, getting them to bring you fucking bedpans, feeding your miserable old shite hole of a head for fucking year after year after year. And then Charlie gets a golden ticket. And, oh, do you know something? I'm feeling a bit better today, love. I think I'm going to knock down the chocolate factory. You fucking prick. <laughs> you not, you fucking prick. Grandpa Joe. Yeah, fuck you, Grandpa Joe. There's one person deserved to go to the chocolate factory with Charlie. The that? fucking woman doing all the work in the house. <laughs> Grandpa Joe gets out of bed. What's the first thing he should have said? He should have said, you know something, love? I got this. You go to the chocolate factory oh with Charlie. But that fucking old wanker takes off. I could have, I, you'd want to give him the wedgie of his life. Well, he gets out rickety at first because he wants... Of course, he hasn't bothered his whole doing anything for years. Well, he wanted him to go with him, so... He said, Grandpa Joe, will you come with me? And then he gets out first and he's all... And then yeah. eventually Not he's like... Not once the thing to cross his mind to say, do you know, you should really ask your mother because she's doing a lot around here. And she could do with a bar of chocolate. And she could she's do starving. with a fucking bar of chocolate. We're starving. And you never know, herself and Wonka cock could fucking hook up. You don't know, you know where it's going to go. You're taking role to a whole new level. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can't believe it. Well, that's a good hero of the week. Will I give you my hero of the week? Yes, please. So my hero of the week is so deserving... And yet, uh, I was I was conflicted. I was conflicted. So I didn't know whether to go with the man. Did you see this in the Daily Mail online? Who, <laughs> for six years, thought that he was dating Kerry per- Katy Perry? Oh, the poor bastard! I did. No, he's not a poor bastard. He is a poor bastard. He, he was miss- duped. He missed- I can't be duped. Open fucking e online. She's married to Russell Brand. She's going out with Orlando oh, Bloom. He was duped. You don't ever. And he's sitting there going, Katy. 
Katie, is that is that you, Katie? Oh Love God, you, Katie. I felt so bad. And she, in fairness, and it's such an American term, but she reached out to him and was like, "I'm really sorry that you're a fucking idiot." Oh, here's a signed copy of my album. Imagine and a pair of my own. No, six years. He's. He's ah, but come on! Talking to someone, letting on to be Katy Perry. It was probably some lad in his gaff just having a crack or trying to make a few quid yeah, off. Yeah, it was like oh, the ultimate catfish. Fucking hell! So he was going to be my hero of the week just because he deserves that's something spectacular. He does. That's spectacular. But I, I couldn't. I had to keep it home based. He doesn't even get that. <laughs> Sorry. You don't get Kerry. Oh, Katie he's Perry. been dropped again. Yeah, and you don't get Hero of the Week. Um, my Hero of the Week goes to my local takeaway, which is the Sunflower Takeaway. Which oh, is... He lost to a Chinese takeaway. <laughs> it gets worse. He actually lost. <laughs> he lost to a fucking shipper. He's lost to a spice bag. Ah! <laughs> he lost to a fucking fast food item well I oh. eat competitively at the moment oh Jesus so the dailyedge.ie have finally announced that the Temple Oak takeaway <laughs> Sunfire has been named as the adventure of the spice bag now it was an under the counter off oh. the menu uh, something that you could order spice bag but everyone in my area eats spice bags and there's been this big thing going on about you know so like a three in one I don't know what they call them across the world or any, actually I don't know what they call them outside Dublin <laughs> so they're called know. a special or a three in one which is rice, uh, rice chips and sauce Cordy, yeah you can have it's very continental these days you can have your cordage you can have your sweets or sours you can have your barbecues you can have your Szechuan's you can have whatever sauce of choice but my local Chinese takeaway the Sunflower um, they have officially been named as the inventor of the spice bag so what is in the spice bag as someone who should know and doesn't know I've never had one I've never partook now this is the hilarious thing as well I have never had a spice bag from from Sunflower because I always just get a three in one because their three in one is juicy just absolutely incredible. But look, they did a whole thing Such about... Such a classy chick. You'll sit here and you'll talk about how much you love special cocktails done by a bread... And then you're like... their alcohol. And then you just bang in a three and one on the way love home. Love a three and one. <laughs> <laughs> Joe would be leaving train and I'm like knocking the sunfire and get us a small three and one. Sit in bed with a plastic spoon. I mean, come on! Um, so basically, what goes into uh, a three and one... I'm and into to, a spice bag. Or sorry, into a spice bag is... So it's chips. Um, they push... Um, uh, what else do they put into it? Uh, I'm trying to find the list of the... Okay, so it's uh, it's a hot sag of chips, uh, vegetables, spices, uh, all into the one bag and then they just kind of shake it all together. But the one in, in thing, they put like little, um, you know, like a chilli into it and stuff. Yeah. Have you seen them? I've seen pictures, yeah, but I couldn't make out what the fuck it was. I was oh, they're like, incredible, like. Yeah, I've just seen pictures of them. So I, I need, well, I'm probably going to do, and then you shake it up, you see. So I'm going to have to need uh, to get a spice bag. And I don't know, can you get spice bags? Like, everywhere, is that like, is that I think a, it's a, thing, a British you know. thing, a UK thing? Is it? Oh, like outside like, of Dublin? Yeah. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Because they do them, according to Daily Edge, they had them in Carlo, because that's where they thought it had come from, but it's not. Look, the long and the short of it is, is it's that... It's from your hometown. Your hometown from, can now say... It's from the Sunflower, and then they, eight years, and it has been off the menu for a while, but like, they put it on, it's always been around, and they're my hero of the week. Uh, and I may, I may have a spice bag. Oh, I can't believe the poor fella lost out. The unnamed man duped by Katy Perry has lost out to a spice bag I mean Jesus as if times weren't bad enough <laughs> I do like food I do like food but yeah so that, that's my hero of the week ah good for you good for the that's sunflower I'm going to have to try one I'm going to have to get a spice bag why don't you go on your bike out to the sun because if you're going to go anywhere to get it you're going to have to go to the si- to the, to the sunflower forest yeah well yeah I'm going out that way actually in a couple of days oh, yeah, give us a shout 
Yeah, I'm going out that way. I have to go area. Long Mile Road. Well, that's not. It's near me, but it's not. Yeah, but I can go out that way. I okay. can go out through Temple Oak. You know that way. Could you? Yeah. Because you have a bike, you can go anywhere. Go anywhere. You know. Once you have a bit of petrol. Very versatile. Yeah. Very versatile with me two wheels. I am. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's the crack now for this week. I think. Yeah, I think that's the that's the story. I have another story about uh, a poop getting stuck in my dog's bottom, but I'm not going to go into it now. It's too late into the podcast. I'd feel bad. Maybe I'll tell you next week. Uh, and by the way, uh, thanks to Heineken Light because um, I'm doing a little bit of a promotion with Heineken Light at the moment. Are you? Yeah. So you might see some tweets popping up on my Twitter feed. What are you doing? Uh, with them? Just um, Heineken Light. Is this like Bud Light? It's now a yeah Heineken Light. Yeah. So uh, so my dad went to the World Cup in 1994. Right. This yeah. Is, this is real Irish. He came home right with bottles of Bud Light. You, I swear to God, it was like he had, he had <laughs> invented the fucking wheel. Right. He came in and he's like Susie. Now I was like it's 1994, so I was like 13. So he's like, look at this. This is a light beer. This. This is the future. He was I'm right. Like, Budweiser tastes like piss. Do you know? Like I've learned that I later. Like, oh, yeah. I don't like Budweiser. I don't really like beer. I've got better with beers. I'm not great on beer either. Yeah, no. I'm not a big fan. But I like Heineken. Yeah, I like, I like a Heineken. Yeah. Heineken. If I was going to have a beer, it's going to be Heineken. I, but I wouldn't. Have, I don't drink pints. That's another story for another day. It's not ladylike. <laughs> but yeah, he he genuinely <laughs> Bud. He ju- he was like, see this. This is the future. So he was like, these this this light beer. It'll be everywhere. He was fucking right. I just looked at him I was like alright da he's right I brought it home to show like he brought it to the club to yeah, show his mates showing them bottles oh, yeah. <laughs> get over this. it's a light it's a light beer, beer. it's a beer yeah. now but I wouldn't light. drink it myself the stout wasn't great over there <laughs> but yeah so now Heineken are li- I've never so Heineken is this new there is, it is yeah, it's brand around. new yeah, so it's like 3% and 97 calories a bottle so you can't fucking, you're obviously getting fucking paid anyway are you? <laughs> uh, well yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the statistics there it's like it's 2% and you can pick it up in most levels well I'm saying this if you're a lightweight like me it's fucking perfect oh really <laughs> yeah you can drink bottles of it and think that you're Gals of it. you can pretend or else you can do that trick that dirty people do you ever do that see that trick you know the one where if you have a job interview coming up right it's a real dirty trick it's one of those dirty life hacks you shouldn't do so if you have a job interview coming up and you know the other person going for the job you say come on we go for a quick pint beforehand and then you go say, I'm buying you go and you get a non-alcoholic beer. Oh, you dirty bastard! In a pint bastards. glass and you get a couple of real points for the other dude. And then after, and then the interview, you know, you, you fly it and you say, you think that guy had a few points? I think that fella's a bit of a drinker. That man's a bit of a fucking whew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't ever do that to anyone, by the way. I almost feel bad for knowing it PJ exists. PJ sounds like he's done that. I haven't. I've never done that to anybody. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but uh, that's me, yeah. That's me for the week, I think. Deadly. Happy days. Ed, you can tweet us at Dublin Podcast or at PJ Gallagher because I don't have a Twitter handle that I know yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so Jesus. I have to change mine. But we'll we'll get to that. Um, and also, thank you so much. Tell a friend. Uh, subscribe if you haven't done so already on iTunes. And we've hit like 125,000 listens. Yeah, so it's flying. So thanks a million, everybody. So keep uh, sharing and keep uh, rating thanks, and rating and rating. You know what I mean? Thanks, everybody. Right, that's us. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Good luck. Peace. Peace out, y'all, motherfuckers! That's nice. That's just lovely.